Hello, welcome to the Defining Marriage podcast. Every week on Defining Marriage, we talk about what's going on with the gay marriages and stuff with my special guest, James. But no, James, this week I had him killed. No, uh, this week I'm in Los Angeles. And so James is back in Seattle, but I'm joined by two special guests, Brian and Liz and Matt, who may not say anything during this episode. No, he contribute. Okay. He may contribute. He's doing a crossword right now, so we don't. Uh, he's, he's deep in concentration. Do, no, 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 no. Don't put it away. You are under no obligation. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian, Liz, and Matt. I'll put my arm around the woman who will not marry me. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, uh, you guys, usually what this podcast is about is uh, we talk about what's going on with gay marriage and also just in our lives. Uh, we're recording this on the 4th of July, so we had a fabulous barbecue. I like to make food. <laughs> <laughs> did a great job. She made a double-ended cobbler. Yes. Yes, cobbler on both sides. So mostly crust and little fruit, which is yeah. what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very little fruit, so... It was just the right amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not soggy. And fabulously with ice cream. So hooray! Brian made some amazing cookies. Yes. Chocolate, Describe those cookies. Chocolate chip almond cinnamon cookies. They're pretty solid. And they're chewy. They have like a good chewy yeah. texture, which is what you want in a cookie, so... Mm-hmm. We were ever so slightly anxious when you said that you had cookie dough, and we were like, oh, but we've just learned that cookie dough is deadly. Yeah, I think that is an overreaction. Maybe let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> yes. uh, no, because I think it's... Um, I was seeing... So one thing... So they've always talked about cookie dough, right, as a dangerous thing, but then um, the guy who does Good Eats... Um, Alton Brown? Alton Brown told me, personally, through his show, that... Uh, you kind of never have to worry about eggs. Like, it, they're kind of always fine as long as you're, like, not picking them off a farm. Um, but then even with this recent thing, the being about flour, um, yeah, I I don't know. I have I just read a couple things about that it being the FDA maybe overreacting. It's like it happened to, like, 30 people or something in the U.S. Um, and so it was, like, a very particular batch. Um, so I ate cookie dough when I was making these. It's kind of the... <gasps> oh, man. So far, I'm okay. Okay. Oh. So glad I could take this important message today. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure you guys are all on top of the gay marriage news of the week, right? Yeah. The big gay headlines. Why don't you refresh us? Uh, <laughs> so uh, I don't know how uh, if, you, if the name of Robbie Kaplan means anything to you guys. Uh, Everyone's looking around, kind of quizzically. Familiar, right? To, to Brian. Brian. Brian is in the gay, gay sphere. Uh, yeah, so Robbie Kaplan is one of the lawyers who's involved in the marriage case, the, the Edie Windsor case, that went to the Supreme Court in 2013. Okay. Um, and so helped lay the groundwork for some of the marriage equality victories that we had in 2015. Uh, brilliant lawyer, fabulous woman, uh, incredibly brilliant and wonderful. So she was involved in some of the litigation uh, in Mississippi, because Mississippi passed one of those laws that's like, oh, uh, well, now we have gay marriage, but uh, we're just going to pretend that we don't. Mm -hmm. So clerks and, like, this one was really broad. And so a lot of these laws have said clerks and uh, private businesses and individuals and bus drivers and whoever, uh, you are free from any kind of government sanction. uh, If you do anything that would ordinarily be illegal, it's fine if you did it. Uh, because of a sincerely held religious belief. Right. Hmm. So, go nuts! Uh, and what's crazy about this one is that it included straight people. Uh, so it said um, that the, the three religious beliefs that were protected were uh, you could do whatever you want if you're doing it because you believe marriage is between a man and a woman, if you believe that the only proper context for sex is between a married man and woman, mm-hmm. Uh, or if you are doing something because you believe that a person's gender is defined at birth and can never be changed. 
So it is now, it was totally legal in Mississippi uh, to discriminate or do anything you wanted to people who were having sex outside of marriage. Oh, so you could be like like housing discrimination against like a straight couple that wasn't married. Yeah. So we, interesting. So they so they specify they specified those three things. Those three in, things in the law. Yeah. Because of of all the things that you could take a stand about about your religious beliefs, interestingly, the big ones. interestingly, it's the three that are yeah. in the news right this second. Yeah, you know the yeah, three yeah, commandments. Yeah. How, remember when Moses came down with the tablet? <laughs> it was really easy. Just three things. Yeah. Uh, and, and so is it that other. Uh, other states that have had similar statutes haven't had that like unmarried thing. It's no, they've had it too. Or uh, how is how is this different? That, the, with that like straight people are that is saying men and women unmarried. Is that the difference that it? it applies no, to? no, no. So other states have done ex- close to the same thing. Mississippi oh. was the first one to, to actually pass one of these laws. Oh, the to successfully. Yeah, uh, and so it was signed into law by the governor, and it was about to go into uh, effect on July first. Uh, and, like, literally hours before it went into effect, this judge ruled in this case that Robbie Kaplan and the ACLU and some other people brought. Uh, the judge said, no, you can't do that. Mm. I do remember that now, yeah. So one of the problems here, obviously, is that it singles out, like, particular religious beliefs. And it's like, these these religious beliefs are, are, the, are the special ones. These are the ones that are more protected. Mm. Uh, why did Miss, why has Mississippi, like, why were they able to get it across or almost across in a way that other states have not? Well, a lot of support for this one. Uh, less debate than you would have. And I mean, even like North Carolina, which, mm-hmm. you know, is, is no friend of the gays. You know, still like, it's hard to pass something this draconian in... Sure, because there's still like a good solid population that is fighting. Well, and is there less... Because in, in North Carolina and um, and Georgia, right, there's, there's a lot of corp- there's a lot of companies yeah. and kind of the mm-hmm. weight around that are they... Like, not as present in Mississippi then, and there's... Yeah, that's a good question. I don't remember hearing yeah. any sort of... I can't imagine, because like... Mississippi's pretty... I mean, I feel like North Carolina, you have a lot of film industry. Like Georgia, yeah. I mean, you have a lot of industry in Raleigh. Um, it was the NDA in North Carolina, No, no, North Carolina. Right, was in North Carolina? Or I Georga, think PayPal the was Kentucky? Wasn't it Kentucky that... I, I remember something with PayPal with the reason because I was talking about it with my students about yeah, they were doing an expansion. Oh no, I think they were right, thinking about it. North it, Carolina but you going to or, yeah, yeah, something like that. And like, and the NBA was like, "Oh, we're pulling these games out of North Carolina." Right. Uh, yeah. So a lot of boycotts, but you know, what you, who's going to boycott Mississippi? <laughs> Nobody wants to be there anyway. I'm sorry, Mississippi. There, I'm sure there are lovely things there. You've got bayous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's bayous, bayous. And I don't know, like, what else do you know Mississippi for? Hard to spell. That's the easiest to spell because you learned the, the rhyme. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, I don't know what else it to be. I don't know. It does, I mean, it, it doesn't have, like, one of the worst literacy rates. Uh, really we weird. should look up facts about Mississippi. Like, I feel like, well, I feel like they have a really terrible, like, whenever it's the list of, like, yeah. worst educated, like, worst test schools, test scores in the United States, it's always, like, Mississippi's, like, the top of that list. Well, and a lot, a lot of these states that are passing or trying to pass the, either the bathroom bills or these kinds of religious exemption bills, they're often states, and I mean, I guess there's cause and effect to consider here, but like often states that do have those kinds of like large scale social problems that this often then can be a distraction, sort of like, let's devote our energy sure. to this like very like visible kind of problem that like we're going to people riled up against instead of like the nuances of education reform. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. That makes a lot of sense. Or, you know, my religious beliefs call upon me to house and feed poor people in this, in this county clerk's office. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, just for instance. What religion is concerned with poor people? <laughs> 
Well, so Mississippi is not the only state to have uh, screwy priorities, uh, because there's just a kerfuffle this week in Indiana, uh, where there's been this long thing where these two lesbian moms wanted to be on their kid's birth certificate. Uh, One of them gave birth. The other one is the mother as well. And they're like, oh, uh, we're the moms. And the state was like, no, you're not. They would not give them, they would not put them on the same birth certificate unless they went through an adoption process, which takes a lot of time and takes a lot of money. And throughout that time, the kid would only have one legal parent. Oh. Uh, yeah. Is it's, it easier in other states to... Yeah. Have other states can just are just like, oh yeah, here you go. Okay. Um, Is it like in the hospital, you can just be like, all right... You can just name parent the parents. Yeah, yeah, and and Indiana has this insane process where it's like in in one of those like movies uh, of about King Arthur where someone is summoned into court and someone is like summon the royal jester, summon the royal jester, summon the royal jester, like all the way down the hall. Uh, so in Indiana, somebody gives birth and then the nurse fills out a form and gives it to somebody else, and that person stamps it, and somebody else sends it on to this office, and this office puts it in a filing cabinet, and if somebody else in the other office wants it, then they have to request it. So there's this incredible chain uh and somewhere in the chain the state was like no it's very important that the birth certificates reflect the biological parents Mm -hmm. so uh we need to presume and obviously with the same-sex couple you can't both be the biological parents so uh the problem with that is that the state also has what's called parental presumption where uh if it's a straight couple then whoever the mother says is the father is just presumed to be the biological father. Sure. So they're not going to do, like, a genetic test, and, you know, you're sitting there, you just gave birth, they're not going to pull the dad aside and yeah. do a blood test. And, and like... she doesn't even have to say it's he's the biological father. She just yeah. says he's going to be raising the kid, he's the father. Hmm. Sure. And so he, sure, here you go, you're on the birth certificate, dad. Uh, not, so, not so with the gay couples. But just this week, Indiana has said, oh, I guess... Uh, as the result of a lawsuit, a judge forced them to say, oh, uh, okay, uh, you, you, you guys cannot do that anymore. Because <laughs> you're obviously treating couples differently. Yeah, what seems like, what's it called, parental assumption? Parental or presumption. Presumption, yeah. It makes, like, it's such an easy foothold for that kind of civil rights argument. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. such to clearly discriminate, yeah. Yeah. Since it's, yeah, it's a sex-based, basically. And then... The real nutty thing is that um, previously these, these moms were told that the one who was not the biological mother... Uh, could be listed on the birth certificate as friend. No, what if she what if she donated her eggs and I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, it could be a biological. Like, what if she thing. is yeah. the biological? Yeah, so what, yeah. that would be quite a quite a process. I mean, talk about like a weird handoff. But like, she donated the egg, and the other one. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, this is not the right the, word. Uh, incubated. Uh, yeah. So I mean, just like, stated, just stated. So in that case, I mean, she's very much the biological mom. Are yeah. they still gonna like? And she could have in theory, just been like, hey, that's what happened. You know what I mean? Like... Then I think the state would be like, what? I just gotta ask, was friend already, like, a thing you could check off? Yeah. So, like, could, a stri- could so like, like, a straight mom, like, identify the father's friend if she wanted to? Here's the thing that I've been unable to figure out, because it is actually very difficult just to get a copy of a sample birth certificate from Indiana. Oh, uh, oh interesting. Is it, like, because I wanted to see, uh, and I wasn't able to find one. Is it the mother's friend or the baby's friend? <laughs> like, what legal rights do you have or what obligations do you have if, as friend? Like, what does that even mean? I like the, the idea of sort of like that you would, uh, if, it, if it was the mother's friend and these become like the parent roles, it's like, it's so you have mom and you have friend. And if you like want to do something and, and your mom's like, oh, like, go ask friend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. This, this is so interesting to me because it, it, I, I start to think what... What what purpose have birth certificates then been serving, right? 
Is it a legal? Is it a a, a biological fact, or yes. is it, or is it just something that you can look up and say, "Wow, I I was born on this day," or or is it the or and these were the people in my life, or is it the biological fact? I guess we're going to have to decide that as a culture, right? I mean. I guess, but I feel like it hasn't been a biological fact. But I think for most people it is. Probably like 95% of the population, it's a biological fact for what they... You know what I mean? Like, unless... I would think that most people kind of approach filling out their birth certificate based on that. But I would think that there are cases that are straight couples, like, you know, where... Where, you know, you were with the baby daddy and you don't like the baby daddy and nine months rolls around and you have somebody else in your life and you, you know, drop them on the birth certificate. And I think, but I would think that's a lot rarer, right? It's or not you, like they genetically test every baby to confirm no. who's, the, who's the mother and father. Well, and that parental presumption, is that rare? Like the Indiana has that? Like... Is it uncommon for others? I don't know. I think it's just a doctrine that they that they have there. I'm not sure how many other states employ that. Because it's almost like a, a mini, like really, like like so that it's hard. You know, it's hard to change your last name. But when you're getting married, you have like a shortcut to change your last name. And it's almost like there's a shortcut to adoption that it could be that it's like you can just immediately say like, okay, this person is, right. is the dad. Yeah, literally, it's like your one yeah. chance to like slip that in really easily. The same way with like marriage and a. I mean, do you need to sign off as the father on a birth certificate? Okay, just name anyone. So, yeah. <laughs> or, you I mean, do. You do. You would need to sign off. So here, I have James's birth certificate in the other room. I can pull Not it out. Not James, my partner. James, her son. My child. Yes. Yeah. And just, I, you both have there. to sign off. <laughs> Oh, Sorry. fascinating. We can't get Indiana's, but we will have a California, right? Were you, in, you were in California when, when James was born. So, uh, oh. Well, we're, Sweetie, we're, did your ex take some convincing to sign off as the father? Or I said, did your ex take some convincing to sign off as the father? Or, or, or was your ex, whoever that may have been, was your ex uh, 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 anxious to do that like, right away? Is this your purse? Do you keep his birth certificate in your purse? No, you know, this is my this is my briefcase. Oh. <laughs> it was my laptop bag. It's very fashionable. Uh-huh. And I had to carry I had to fill out James is going to middle school, which is very traumatic. Yes. And so I have his birth certificate in here because I had to turn it in. It's very useful. Every time you, you know, new school, you have to like you know, turn in the old birth certificate. And, well, and so So why do they need what? it? Like, yeah, what are they using it for? Your question, Matt, about like what is it for? Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes? Yes? You know, the only person who's on this birth certificate is me, the mother. (laughs) Wow. Is there... So, just like blank space where the father would have been? Uh, no, I'm signed off. Um, oh, maybe he could have signed off, too. So, no. His name is listed. Oh, Father's name is listed, but I'm the signer of the document. I certify that I reviewed this. Blah, 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 blah. Huh. So maybe he could have signed and it as well. Is, there, is his signature on there? No, his signature is not on <laughs> well, there. Well, it kind of just asks no. for one, because it's like you fill out the relationship to child that just like one person signs. Maybe it's a California birth certificate thing that just one person signs it out or fills it out. Yeah. So the father is listed, obviously, and the mother is listed. Hmm. Someone who knows this information is listening to this podcast and saying, You fools! Don't you know? 
That happens every week. Uh... <laughs> no matter what we're talking about, somebody knows better than we do. We had, oh my god, we had a lengthy conversation on one episode about whether... Uh, koalas are mammals uh, or if they're monotremes and are monotremes mammals and I got a tweet from somebody being like come on you guys and like very polite very very kind of yes um wait so what is what's a monotreme a monotreme is a subclass of mammal like so they they give they give uh they give birth they have they have nipples and uh they I don't know some other things what's the relationship to marsupial what's uh marsupials are a kind of monotreme I think like oh boy! Name. I'm sorry. That, I oh, forget your name, tweet. and it was it was just your name was your username was punctuation, so I can't say it out loud. <laughs> but uh, the the user who corrected us uh, on the previous episode is is going to be probably chiming in again with some more zoological facts. Um, I have some gay marriage information for Do the you? week. I read somewhere that a guy in Utah, I think it was Utah, went to um, get a marriage certificate between him and his computer. We're familiar with this man. Was oh, well, the computer okay. gay? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> same, same okay, sex. so you know this. Is this this, is this recent or am I like so no. like far behind the news? This is well, it, it's it's a mix. Like every so often, he he tries again. Oh, was it as as protest was, against? Was this, he making a political point? Yes. Or was he, yeah. This man is known to us. I see. Okay. Oh, you don't even he, want to say his name. I, I don't remember his name because yeah. he's a deeply unimportant man. <laughs> oh no! Has gotcha. he been mentioned on the podcast before? He has. He has, and it does not surprise me that he has done this yet again. Uh, he has tried to marry his computer in the past. He also sued Apple uh, a few years ago uh, because Apple provided him with, he was able to buy a computer from Apple that granted him access to pornography. Uh, so he's, he's a vexatious litigant. Wait, how? <laughs> no, wait. Wait, how does this work? It can. <laughs> We're going to wrap up now. Uh... <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> magical portal. <laughs> yes, I, I deeply regret that that man is in the news and has come to you. <laughs> bah, and he just, okay. like, drums up press every time he does it. And... Yeah, yeah, but it's like this stupid thing of, like, well, if you can mar- two men can marry a man, why why can't why can't a man marry a laptop? I love my laptop as much as anybody loves their husband. To be honest, I, I'm more into him doing it than, like, a horse or whatever. A dog. It's <laughs> yeah. at least a little more original. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they were doing horses that, back in the 70s. That is always the example. That they, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's like, it's less dehumanizing, I think. It's like, I would maybe marry my computer if it was uh, You know? My closest relationship in my life might be with my laptop. I'd give I it love, a second thought. I love that the computer is less dehumanizing than the horse. Uh, yeah, that's I guess. That's a very interesting. That is interesting, huh? Because they would both be mammals, right? Yeah, I guess, Yeah. No, I guess dehumanizing isn't the right word then. Yeah, but it's just less plain into... Less insulting. Tired, yeah, stereotypes <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, who we yeah, do yeah. and don't want to... I mean, a horse. Come they're, on. They're cuter animals. <laughs> sure. That's true. At least That's a rabbit. Uh, so do you guys know this, the story of Clelo Rorex? She was the clerk in Boulder, Colorado in the 1970s. Oh. Is uh, this your book? This is my book. Yes, is my I book. do know, because I did Rorex. read your Yay! book. Because I'm a good friend. My I read mom read your book. Yay! Yeah. Your, uh, your mom is not the only mom, yeah. the only friend's mom who read the book. Yeah. Uh, one of my other friends, her, her mom saw me and was like, oh, did you write that book? <laughs> so hooray, hooray, mom's everywhere. Yay. I didn't even like, I just mentioned it and she like read it of her own accord. I was very pleased. <sighs> did she say what she thought? I'm, no, I haven't. I'm going to talk to her when I'm back home and yeah, see what she thought about it. Fascinating. I'd love to hear. Um, so anyway, if you've read the book, you know, Cleela Rorix was the clerk in Boulder and she was this um, wonderful uh, young woman who got into office. I mean, it was kind of a fluke that earlier college students had granted the right to vote. The, the voting age had been lowered and they loved Cleela because she was young and she spoke to them. 
Uh, she ran for office because someone told her that only a man could run, a woman can't win this office. She was like, fuck you. So she ran and, uh, and won. And these two guys came in. They're like, you know, we want a marriage license. She's like, well, I don't see why not. And a couple people were able to get licenses. It made the news. It was a big deal. And this guy came in, local crackpot. Um, he had rented a horse from the nearby Hidden Valley Ranch, no relation to the salad dressing that we know of. <laughs> rented this horse, Dolly, wanted to get a marriage license. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> as, as some of the stories go, Cleela said to him that the horse was too young. And so he couldn't, couldn't get a license for the horse. And according to some stories, I don't know if this is true, he invited uh, Kalila out for a drink, and she joined him for a drink at the bar across the street. That is a very folksy, small town, and I love it. I want it to be true. Let's say that it is. And then when it's Dolly... It's not to be. It, I mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. And then when Dolly the horse went back to Hidden Valley Ranch, there's this great line where a reporter was there for Dolly's return, and like the, the rancher like looks the horse up and down, and she says... Well, she won't be fit to ride after this. Or so, something like crazy <laughs> fucks like that. It's wonderful. Uh, so yeah, so the horse thing has been going on for a while, so I'm glad that, that we've moved up to computers. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. It's more contemporary take. Yes. Very, uh, what's that movie that I didn't like? <laughs> Could be her. a lot. Her! Her! her. Yes. Yes. Oh, very her! Yes. Oh. Sorry, lots of people liked her. Yeah. Well, lots of people like Walmart. Yeah. I don't know why that's my comparison, but, but it is. Mm. Uh, uh, other, other news around the states this, this week. Uh, North Carolina, uh, as you may be aware, HB2, the law there that prevents uh, trans people from using the bathroom that aligns with their actual affirmed d- gender. Uh, that's still in the books. Uh, they made a little tweak to it. Uh, did not really fix anything this week. Their tweak was that... Uh, they, two. They made two adjustments. One is that um, the length of time that you have to file a complaint about discrimination has been slightly altered. So that doesn't help at all. Uh, and the other tweak is that they have set aside $500,000, half a million dollars, uh, for the defense of this bill once litigation gets going. Unfortunately... Like state money? Well, well, state money, yes. Uh, it was state money that had previously been set aside for natural disaster relief. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Nobody approves of that. <laughs> yes. Uh, other news from around the states. Uh, this is not something that happened, but uh, it is the anniversary of uh, a few days after the Stonewall riot uh, that we're recording this. Uh, it's the anniversary of this article in New York Magazine that observed that the Upper East Side was starting to gentrify, and there were a lot of nice things happening in the Upper East Side, but New York Magazine, this is 1969 that this was written, a few days after the Stonewall riots, but New York Magazine observed there are still plenty of problems, and they listed them, teenage muggers, parading homosexuals, and old men who wear overcoats in July. (laughs) Those are all related, I think. Well, yes. I mean, first you're a teenage mugger, then you're a homosexual, then you've got an overcoat in July. This is a problem, the overcoats in July. Parading homosexuals. I love that as like a, a facet of a neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Parading? Parading. Parading. I mean, this is before the first gay pride parade. It literally. Parade. So we were still doing yeah. it, even then. Yeah. You know, you're if, just like... If we're not having a parade, we're trying to sneak into someone else's. Yeah, we're just, we just, we love it. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's the US news. Australia, are you guys following the Australian news? Not at all. Why would you? There's, they're, well, they're, I, they're, they're getting ready to vote on this. They did. Yeah. Well, kind of. So they had their elections. Uh, a bunch of people voted out. A bunch of people voted in. They don't vote on prime minister there. The you know, ruling government is... is you know, I, we, I think it's a better system, but we don't need to get into the merits of, of American system versus parliamentary democracy on this podcast. Uh, but anyway, the point is, just to catch you up, 
there's one party that wants to enact marriage equality through legislation right now. They said, if we get into power, you'll have a marriage equality bill in 100 days. There's another party, the party that was in power, uh, that said, uh, instead of doing that, we should have a nat- national vote. So we're going to have, and the term for it is plebiscite, which sounds disgusting. Oh. Yes. It huh. sounds like a phase that you go through when you're sprouting hair. <laughs> oh, jeez. Or something you have an ointment for. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like yeah. plebeian, like people, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So the people are consulted. The last time Australia had a plebiscite was in the 1970s. It was about the national anthem. Uh, and the thing about these plebiscites is that they're non-binding. So it's basically just a big national mm. official survey that means nothing. So what would it, uh, yeah, what would be the effect of either result? Uh, that it would provide coverage to the politicians who don't want to mm. so take a like, leadership position. It's not like the Brexit vote. It, well, the Brexit well, vote not is non-binding either. No. Well, it doesn't change the law, but it is some kind of national consensus about yeah. how we think and feel about this now. Yeah. Right? When you, yeah, right? It's, it's a way of, of surveying the electorate and getting their, their temperature. There, it, it is... Completely, like, incredibly expensive. Uh, some estimates have it at about a half billion dollars. Billion with a wow. B. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's a PricewaterhouseCooper estimate. Um, do they have a guess if they did do a plebiscite of which way it would go? Yeah. So it seems like this is kind of a waste of time because support for gay marriage in Australia is up in the 70s. Oh. Okay. So, I mean, it's not close. Anyway, a lot of the new people... Uh, who are voted in, it basically, so far, it's kind of a tie between these two parties. There's the uh, Labour and Liberal Party. And unfortunately, Liberal is the Conservative Party uh. in Australia. Uh, the, so, and there's also, there's more than two parties. There's two dominant parties. But there's a coalition uh, of the more conservative parties that want to have the plebiscite. Um, and it's kind of a tie right now. Uh, the coalition... Their position is that we should put this off for three more years. We shouldn't have the plebiscite for another three years. Huh. Yeah. And, and so, oh, okay, yeah, so then it would be like a delay mechanism for, mm-hmm. for to do the plebiscite because it would be so costly and time and It would be, it would require political leadership, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of politicians are afraid to stick their neck in on this. Did, did you say it was the conservative parties that wanted to vote, that the, wanted to have the plebiscite? It, because their options are basically between the plebiscite or a bill in the next hundred days. Oh. Uh, that, like, will probably, yeah. So this will delay, 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 delay. And they don't want to be on record as voting uh, yeah. on this thing that could alienate... Uh, that, you know, their base. In, right, in the territories yeah. that, are, that are very conservative. The parts of Australia that the drag queens drove through in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> uh, I know, they, they found a lot of friends. They did, they did. They found Bob and, uh, and Cynthia, bless her heart. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll find out um, in a few weeks, in a few months. Hmm. So for now, we know about 70% of the country uh, favors gay marriage. And confusingly... 69% of the country, 69, uh, 69% of the country, uh, also wants to have a plebiscite. They, uh, most voters want to vote on gay marriage. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. So it's a real awkward position. I, it sounds to me like they want to speak out. They want, they, want, they want people to know what they think and feel about it. They want to vote on it. Sure. Yeah, yeah and I guess that makes it like... Yeah, it would help. It would like kind of close down debate in some way. That's like it, it wasn't just legislation putting it through. It's like no, we want this. This yeah. isn't like judicial yeah. activism that thing that you're here. Yeah, I mean, you would hope because true, support yeah. is the support is is there, and I mean, they want to wait three years, uh, so support will be even higher in three years. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to vote. It's nice to have a, a say on these things. Uh, on this, on the same, on the other side of the coin, uh, there are some things that are not appropriate to vote on, and spending a half billion dollars is a lot of money to spend on something that it's demonstrated that when there's a vote on a minority group civil rights, 
that hate crimes increase and uh, mental health crises increase. And so there is a human toll to, to voting on a, on a group's legal protections. Hmm. Go ahead. You mean anywhere? Anywhere that there's a vote on civil rights expansions? Yeah. There's, there's an increase in it? Well, but, but what would we say then? Well, then let's just not have votes on those things? I mean... That is what we say. Uh, we didn't get to... <laughs> we didn't vote on whether interracial marriage should happen. Uh, we don't vote... You know, we didn't vote on, on school integration. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, at no point are we going to have an opportunity to vote on whether Jews should be allowed to get married. Uh, you know, there's some things... The Civil Rights Act was passed by Congress. It wasn't passed by popular vote. Mm. So certainly there were crackdowns and hate crimes against people of color, even though there was not a vote on that matter, right? I mean... Do you mean, like, a, a police crackdown on, uh, yeah, on okay. hate crimes? Th- that, like, is it is it the get, or, win, winning of rights, or is it the voting on rights? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the that's hate crimes. Well, that's a good point. Like, it may be, like, if they pass the bill, because the same thing happens. Whenever there's, like, right. a, a new civil right is granted, <laughs> sure. even if it's through... Yeah. There's backlash. Yeah, there's there's yeah. always going to be backlash. So maybe maybe it's not, you know, if we're going to have the backlash, we might as well do it through a vote, and that way people get to have their say. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not so bad. Hmm. What, um... Australia, do they have, like, patchwork of gay marriage like we did for a while? Or? They tried. Uh, the Australian Capital Territory had gay marriage very briefly, and then uh, a court said, no, you can't really do this. It needs to be federal. It needs to be constitutional. It needs to be, it needs to be something that, that, that is uniform across the country. Right. Uh. So there are a few gay married Australians. But, I mean, it's the point where in Australia it, they don't even recognize. So if you are married and you fly to Australia, you are... You have no protections anymore. Mm. And it's a problem for tourists. Who There was just a couple who, uh, one of them died while they were in Australia. And it was really difficult for him to transport mm. his partner's remains back. Uh, uh, he got like a death certificate that listed his partner as single. And so, I mean, it's a it's a ongoing problem. And there's the one solution to this. Uh, yeah. and, and nobody wants to take the leadership on it. Meanwhile, here in the U.S., we're so enlightened. We have had gay marriage for an entire year, and, and we're experts at equality at this point. In the first year of gay marriage, there's some new statistics from thenot.com that... Oh, jeez. <laughs> are, are you over this already? <laughs> no, no, no. I want to hear. I want to hear. Is that uh, like the website? Or the marriage website? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a website about like wedding plans yeah. and stuff. Spending is up on marriage. Uh, men are spending $15,000 more than they were a year ago. Mm-hmm. $15,000 more on marriage than they were. Women are spending $9,000 more on weddings than they were a year ago. Elopements are down. Huh. Yeah. So uh, I guess that kind of makes sense, especially, I mean, that's that's across the board for, like, straight and gay couples. Um, but you just had friends that eloped. I just had two friends that eloped, yeah. So, and that's why I'm here in L.A. is because I'm, I'm here for, and also to visit you, of course. But, oh, I'm, yeah. uh, but I came down for our friends uh, Lisa and Chad, who just eloped and then had a little post-elopement party for everyone. And honestly, like, their wedding sounds wonderful. They just went out into the woods with a justice of the peace, or somebody, or a friend who was ordained, uh, had a little wedding. There were some hippies. Like, they had this spot that they wanted to get married in, and there were some hippies camping there, and they had to ask the hippies to move their camp so that they could get married there. Just the two of them. And they were very nice about it. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, so they they moved and you know uh, they had their wedding, and it sounds like a a great way to do it. Hmm. Very low fuss is just for them, um, but now like the the price of doing that is that like everyone's all their friends and all their family are like oh but we have to have a party, and so they essentially still kind of have to have some version of a wedding even yeah. though they eloped. But they don't have to do like oh, they have to have a really sure, nice sure. Dress the whole thing oh, yeah. Oh, I gotta fly everybody. We get two hundred people. Oh, chicken or fish meals for everybody. Yeah. 
The so worst part. The worst part, yeah. So they just had, you know, a bunch of friends over to their house and family over to their house, and they had a buffet with macaroni and cheese and grilled cheese sandwiches. And it was one of the best weddings I've ever been to. Yours really? was also quite really? lovely. Really? I did have a good one. You had a good one. You looked did, amazing. It didn't go very well. It didn't the, go- the, the, the result of the wedding. The wedding was great. <laughs> I have heard so many times about how great your, your, your first wedding was. <laughs> It was quite format, <laughs> and we got you. As far as I'm concerned, like the the, the 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 trauma of that wedding for me is that we got you a lovely tea set, and it went and it missing. Disappeared. It went at the wedding. And we like had the no gift. idea. When, where when did it, it go went. missing? When did it go missing? It went missing at the wedding. Yeah, it was on the oh, table really? of gifts, oh, yeah. and then it wasn't. So, you have like a picture. You have a picture of them uh, on the table. Yeah, because I was photographing. Somebody, somebody ganked it at your wedding. It's so weird, right? I don't know. Was it, it doesn't like, make sense. Was it a wrapped present? Oh, yeah. was it, it was wrapped. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, so it wasn't it was like someone's like, I want that tea set. And it, no, <laughs> I, somebody just grabbed like it was like a grab bag. Well, then or, I'm would like... you, or would you take what's in box number three? Maybe they just <laughs> misunderstood <laughs> the nature of the gift table and thought it was like party. Oh uh, yeah. Oh oh, thanks. <laughs> well, and then I wonder if other things were missing too. Right. If nobody said anything. Yeah. I thought you were very rude. About I'm probably thank you. very true. You know, so, speaking of wedding gifts and this unconventional uh, wedding get yeah. together that you just went to, uh, do you do you uh, how do you feel about the tradition of giving wedding gifts? Like, do you feel like still feel obligated to get a wedding gift? Do you feel like it's up in the air? Do you feel like I think it's the, undefined? I think it's up to the couple. The couple has to say defining you. gifts. I, I think it's incredibly <laughs> irresponsible of a couple not to say what you should do about gifts because yeah. then everyone's like. What do I do? Because it is up in the air now. Yeah. Like, traditions are changing. And well, so it's great when a couple has like a registry and you're like, oh, okay. We, <laughs> a friend of ours uh, just got married recently and on their registry was a really nice toilet seat. So we got them a really nice toilet seat. Yeah, Congratulations. Nice. We, nice we, we went to a wedding um, that was a surprise wedding. Oh. We didn't know it was a Surprise wedding. Oh, no. We didn't know it was, a, no. wedding. Well, was, like know a, it was a wedding. That's right. We were it was told like a party. it awesome. was going to be the... the, gro- the, the the groom was going to propose to the woman, and so we we're all there for the proposal party. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's and, right. We were told it was a proposal. Yeah. And so you know, so and it was at like a, um, it was like a bar, basically. Yeah, yeah it was a private room in a bar. Oh. Yeah, and so I. Thankfully, just like on a hunch, because my best friend is super into weddings, and she's like, "I bet, I bet it's a wedding." So I and I was not one hundred percent like sold on that, but I wore a dress just in the off chance that it was a wedding. And so we went to. The, to I love that this story is about how you were fortunately wearing. You saved the wedding. <laughs> I did. Thankfully, I wore a dress, and so we went to the. Went in and and lo and behold, it was actually a wedding. Wow, um, which was kind of crazy. It was really fun, but then we got to the what about the gift? And I I did. I eventually got my friend a gift. Um, but when I presented her her the gift, she said that a lot of people you know didn't get her a gift because they kind of did, didn't know what to do, and right. she was not offended by it, but. Like, it was clearly, like, a lot of people were confused by the etiquette or right. what do you do in the situation. I think that's one of those things that's interesting about traditions changing is people don't feel like traditions uh, uh, apply so much now. So they're trying to find, like, a new way to work through things or, or let's do our own thing. Or, and I, I, I completely understand that, you know. Uh, 
But the thing that's interesting to me about that then is that with a tradition, you never have to wonder about all these right. things. You know about all these things. Traditions can be very comfortable. I have a year to get them a gift. It, it needs to be on the registry. It's this and that. And now, but but if you do something outside of that, then everybody kind of go, oh, what do we oh, do? What do we do? So one of the things that I would want to do, and I don't think I would actually do this for one thing because I don't think James would let me. For another, I don't think it's actually a good idea. It's just something that I think would be fun. Is I would want to tell people, I don't think this would actually work, but I would want to tell people, take the money that you would have spent on a gift, get something really nice for yourself, and then tell me about it. Uh, I feel like that would make people like deeply uncomfortable and feel really weird. But I would really love to hear from people like what they would spend money on on themselves if they could. Yeah. Like, that that interests me. Because the people that I care about, the people that I invite to a wedding, I'm like, I want you to be happy, and I want to know, like, what's something that you would do for yourself that's really nice. Hmm. What would you guys get? Mushrooms. (laughs) And then tell them all about it. (laughs) I'd love to hear about that. (laughs) No, I judge you. Oh, my gosh. And this is why we're not married. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I just don't believe in marriage. There's so many other reasons. um, Maybe, maybe, uh... Uh, maybe an experience of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, very interesting. Well, that's going to be a, a better trip, story. A trip. Sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. A, a vacation or a course or, mm. uh, oh, or like a, a cooking course. You can tell what that would actually yeah. be. Great. And then cook him dinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Because I was going to say I would get myself a really nice bike seat, but that's not going to be fun to tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> then I would want you to take a ride someplace. Yeah. Like how comfortable my that was. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I would just spend it on something stupid like some clothing. I mean, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's stupid, not stupid, and that's that, that's very you. That makes me think yeah. of you. I something know. like fun. And you, you, you would yeah. show him your outfits, and you guys would talk. Yeah, that's and true. Then I'd want you to wear it someplace yeah, so people could be impressed. You're like having people give you like gift of like like interaction like sort of like show, cook you the dinner and show you the yeah. dress and tell you about my butt like it's, <laughs> it's like a different kind of gift that you're asking yeah mm-hmm. I like to know about people that's an interesting mm. yeah that's, that's kind and of and then you can spin it into like a tumbler coffee table book they'll Ooh, eat that yeah. off oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a yeah. good point yeah. Market yeah. it. Treat yourself. I don't that's actually condone this idea, but I'm saying it could work. Okay. It's irritating, but functional. Uh, awesome. Well, so uh, if if a wedding does happen at some point in my future, uh, it will not be happening through the website Christian Mingle. I, I hate to tell you. I'm so glad this is on your topic list. I love talking about Christian Mingle so much. Oh, fantastic. Okay, uh, so what is Christian Mingle? Because I know less about it's this than any of the website gay marriage stuff. for Christian, Christian people later. <laughs> so get to know each other. <laughs> to mingle. So they were just in the news this week. Mm-hmm. There was a lawsuit against the company that owns them, which is called, uh, oh goodness, what's the name? Spark Networks owns Christian Mingle. They also own J-Date. Okay. Which is okay. The, the Jewish dating site. Uh, so yeah. somebody sued Christian Mingle because it was two men, and they sued because Christian Mingle uh, was not open to gay couples. Uh-huh. So you, when you sign up, you have two options previously. You could say, I'm a man seeking a woman, or I'm a woman seeking a man. Uh, and so because they're headquartered in California, and there's a non discrimination law here in California that says that if you're offering a public service, like, you know, it's public service is not actually the, the, the term for what this is, but if you're a business, then you can't discriminate and you can't be, you know, heterosexuals only. And so now Christian Mingle has changed the way they do things. Now when you sign up, I actually, I signed up this morning to test this out. Okay. Uh, wow. You can say, I'm just a man or I'm a woman. Those are your only two options. Uh-huh. And uh, the website assumes, it makes a number of assumptions about you. So it assumes that if you're signing up as a man, you're seeking a woman. But you can change that. Okay. It also, for some reason, assumes the default height is four foot six. <laughs> 
Aww. Yes, I don't know why. I don't know if that's a Christian thing or why, but like it defaults to four foot six. Oh no! Yes. So I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, and then uh, when you sign up, you can actually start browsing. And so you know, like I said, it's, I'm signed up as a man, and it, started, it showed me a bunch of women, but I could switch it to men. I don't think. Any of the men, the Christian men that I was looking at on this site, want to be approached? Oh, it just shows you men. It just shows me men. Oh, that's oh, yeah. So really? not men Oof. seeking men. Yeah, just... this seems worse. Yeah, you're gonna get beat up. Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez, you're oh. gonna get a lot of Bible verses thrown your way. Probably. Well, let's see. So, so when you see these men, do you know what they're searching? You don't know what they're searching. No, you have no for. idea. Really? Are you serious? That's crazy. Yeah, so I signed up this morning. I'm, I'm just checking now to see if I got any messages. I put on the profile, hi, I'm a gay man looking for friends. Okay. So let's see if anyone... Oh, geez. Anyone wrote back, you up? Fingers crossed, no Bible you voices. Up. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have one activity. Let's see what it says. Oh, it's geez. very interested in getting me to upgrade and pay the money. Of course. Uh, my activity... Uh, I've been viewed. Oh, hello. He's actually pretty cute. Yeah. Joshua. I'm not going to say his full name because that would be uh, maybe inappropriate. But Joshua, uh, biblical name, good Christian man. Uh, He's 39. Jesus, I think, right? It's our son. Yeah. He's in Bellingham. So he looked at me and did not send me a message, but said, give me a few days and I'll get something up. I never thought, I bet you will. I never thought I'd be doing this (laughs) and I can't find the words right now. Smiley has three kids. Non-denominational, that's in your favorite. Interesting. Uh-huh. He doesn't smoke. He's got a bachelor's degree. He's a mortgage consultant. He is not bad. Huh. Oh. So, yeah, there he is. Nice body. He seems to be outdoorsy. Oh, sorry, okay. what's that? Pictures oh. of his kids. His kids look like they're around 13 or so. Uh, oh, there he's kissing his daughter. That's very sweet. Uh, Interesting. Look, well, he's a family man. Got a nice hat. So I wonder I wonder if it's if it will now attract a certain type of gay man. It is Do you know what possible. I mean? Like, maybe, maybe there's, I mean, not, maybe it will attract that type of gay man. A guy who is married, who's now switching his life around. Well, and we don't know to... if he's gay, right? We have no idea. He we, does, we, still all we, know. we still don't know. We still don't know. But, oh wait, so you can talk uh, so about being a Christian. Uh, yeah, being a Christian means accepting the grace has been given to me by Christ. I know Jesus every more, more every day, blah, blah, blah. God went after me at 18 years old, and I was completely transformed. It's been a journey with its ups and downs. Always remain my rock, my truth, blah, blah, blah. Uh, my favorite Bible passage. Come to me. Get away with me, and you will recover your life. Is that a Carly Rae Jepsen song? I'll show you how to take a real rest. <laughs> what? This really does sound like lyrics. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live life freely and lightly. Jesus. Is that in the that's, Bible? That's Wait, was really... it signed Jesus? It's signed Jesus. Aww. Sounds like a Cat Stevens song or something. He drinks on occasion. Okay. Uh, he goes to church once or twice a month. Personal trainer, so he's got the body. Oh. Let's look for somebody 24 to 36. That's you. Uh, it certainly is. But yeah. still vague about gender. Things I like to do. Camping, hiking, fishing, running, reading, cooking, traveling, crafts. Uh, this is very Anal good. sex. What lurking is the best? On, look, <laughs> lurking on grinder. He says the best gift he ever received is Grace and his kids. Well, that's nice. So I wonder, so you're like, OkCupid has like Wink or whatever and Scruff has whoops. I wonder if they'll add like a finger wag to Christian Mingle for like gay people. (laughs) (laughs) Just a wiggle of the eyebrows. Yeah, just like a side glance. Cruise. No, what about J-Date? Does J-Date have a... J-Date was not a part of this lawsuit. I joined J-Date one time. But it's the same company, right? So... 
Are, oh, so are they? It is, yeah, so J-Date and, and, and Christian Oh, but they've always... Because I, I had a J-Date account for a hot second, and they allow gay, gay coupling, whatever. So, yeah, they already allowed it. Huh, okay. It was too intense, though. Why? It just, like, it... Because like, I'm not Jewish, but I uh, I like Jewish men. Sure. And I um, it I was asking so many questions of such specificity that I was like, this site is not for me. That I, like wanted to know like kind of styles of Judaism I was and different oh. things. It was a point where I was like, this is I, I'm too casual to be on this website. I think. Do they try to weed people out that aren't Jewish? Maybe there was just. I mean, I guess I could have left them blank, but I just started to feel like this wasn't for me, and maybe I should just like let them do their thing instead of just Jews be Jews. You might have some specificity if you're on J-Date. Do you know what I mean? They are the chosen You might people. want to... Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's not like this, the specifics. Because it wasn't even just like what kind of like orthodox whatever. There was like even more. There were so many specific questions wow. that it kind of scared me off. Which maybe it's like weeds out people who are like looky-loos like me. Mm. You know, I had a similar experience with a pup site many years ago. I was writing a review of a movie about pups and tried to join the site for research. And yeah, that's it, research. And uh, <laughs> and uh, like you had to write an essay to join this website about why you wanted to join. And oh. I said, oh, I just am doing research for an article and I think pups are really cute. You do not like to hear and that. I just want to make some friends. And this guy wrote back and he was nice enough about it. He was like, I just don't think you're serious enough and this isn't a right, the right site for you. Oh, and wow. he was right. He was right. It was not the right side for me. Like if they're there to hook up and yeah, that's why I, feel, I was like, yeah, it's, maybe it's not for me. Like yeah. that, that say, yeah. Uh, I guess well, I'll leave this this Christian Mingle honey trap up for a few days and see if anybody. So folks, if you want to hit me up on Christian Mingle, uh, just go looking for for the uh, the gay guy in Seattle. That's uh, that's me. Yeah, the gay uh, Anglican. The gay Anglican of Seattle. Uh, it says I have zero kids. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no! I actually I just noticed. That again, I like just went with the um, the th- first thing that was in the list. It says that I have children and do not want more, but it's like written really <laughs> bitchy. Like it says it's capitalized. I have children and do not want more. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Who are your children? I don't. I guess the the birds, the birds that I feed out on the patio, <laughs> the bird feeder. Oh. I do not want another chickadee. <laughs> I've had enough. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, folks, this has been defining marriage. Thank you so much for joining us. Please leave a note on uh, iTunes. Leave a View if you're enjoying the show, you can get in touch at Matt Baum on Twitter. If you like what you hear, if you have comments about uh, marsupials or uh, uh, Anglicans or whatever we talked about today, uh, you can also pick up my book, Defining Marriage. That's at definingmarriage.com. And of course, my other podcast, The Sewers of Paris, is at sewersofparis.com. Brian, Liz, Matt, thank you so much for joining me this thank week. What about Pinter? And Pinter the dog. Pinter. Oh, he just barked up when he heard his name. <laughs> woof, woof, woof. Anyway, folks. Thank you again so much for joining. And now, by the power vested in me by the internet, I pronounce this podcast over. Amen.